1: Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Inside information on your teams, honest opinion, and the biggest names in sports. It's time, Las Vegas, for the Playmakers.
2: Heidi Ho, Camper Joes and Jills, or whatever you like to call yourselves, our two of the Playmakers on tap for January 24th. It is Monday, right? Yes. Still can confirm the yes you just heard across the way is Adrian Hernandez, and the voice that's mostly annoying but it'll grow on you is mine, Lindsey Brown, and thank you for giving us a chance. We truly appreciate it, and we are here to talk about All of the sports, all of the time, and mostly other things. And today, uh, the Gold Knights are actually on the road. We're a few minutes away from puck drop. Uh, The Gold Knights are in the nation's capital in Washington, D.C., taking on the Capitals. And so we are going to basically just let things fly around. Lindsay,
3: I'm excited. Yeah,
2: and you got the dump button ready because you never know when we're doing super intense hockey talk without guardrails. Sometimes things happen to wander out of my mouth, at least we're trying to plan for it just in case it does yes, happen. Yes, we're but prepared. It has yet to, and we're happy to keep that streak alive. Zero days since we've sworn on the radio, and we like to keep it that way.
3: <laughs> Lindsay, uh, I'm, I'm popping I'm popping a cherry with this broadcast. Oh, are
2: you? Interesting. Yes, what, what, is, <laughs> oh, you've never watched a Golden Knights game? This
3: is my first ever hockey broadcast. I'm are you kidding? Live. You, yeah.
2: You've you never even just, like, nope. wandered into it?
3: I've been to two Tampa Bay Lightning games.
2: Really? What oh. years were I, they?
3: One, I think, was the Stanley Cup. Which one? 04 or the o- recent ones? O- 04. That's um, a hell of a run to
2: be a part of. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. I was there, I was there. Oh, and okay. then an cool. AHL, uh, the Lake Erie Monsters, but hell on yeah. available in 4K HD right now. Uh, to see Alex the Great, he's going to be added again. He's tied with the league with 29 goals. You got I it. I am very excited. It's
2: weird because, like, the Washington Capitals are kind of an enigma of a team because you mentioned Alexander Ovechkin. And what do we think about when we think of Alexander Ovechkin, Adrian? We think of left face off dot one timers from his office. Like, Gretzky had behind the net. Alex wanted to be a little bit more forefront and uh, wanted to be the one finishing. And so that's why he's going bar down. High blocker side, so high left side if you're the shooter, high right side if you're the goalie in the net. But they're actually really bad on the power play. Like, right now, they're probably the second worst power play in the league, and honestly, they're one of the most inconsistent teams, or I suppose they're consistently inconsistent. It just depends if you're a glass half full or half empty person. But when you have Alexander Ovechkin, who is really the only offense going for them because T.J. Oshie has uh, had trouble staying in the lineup all year um, – it's kind of an easy study into how to beat this squad. And it's basically don't allow them to move you off your mark because they're going to try to out-physical you. They're going to try to get you to take shots from places you don't want you more that from places they want you to, and they want to take advantage of those little points without sending themselves to the box. Because as we've said, their power play isn't great, and they don't want to give their uh, give the Golden Knights any extra opportunities either. And so that five-on-five game, I think is going to be very, very important tonight. We do have a couple updates to uh, forward along to you all in terms of the lineup and who is available. Riley Smith was uh, entered into protocol, COVID protocol Ugh. earlier today, so he will not be skating with the team, and instead Jake Leshizan and uh, Jonas Romberg will be called up as well as Dani- Daniil Miramanov. I'm sure they're all taking warm-ups, uh, but in terms of Nick Hag, he was removed from the IR, and so he's probably going to be out there for uh the, the Gold Knights defenseman as well be paired up with Alex Pertrangelo. Although it would be tough to return from injury and be like, you know what, get your feet wet, go play against their best line, and uh, we'll, we'll go see how it how it goes. Usually you try to slow your way into the pool, right? Are you a cannonball person? Are you a person that goes stair by stair and you sit down at each stair?
3: No, no, no you do cannonball. Okay,
2: I'm just double-checking. I just didn't know if we were going to have to look for somebody else because there's just some personality traits that cannot be forced to Together.
3: I hate stairs, separate just seriously just like, yeah. though.
2: I hate running. I think mostly if you're a hockey player, you hate running. Because when you have skates on, you can stop moving your feet and you can still go. It's a great thing. Running?
3: So not are, so much. Are there hockey suicides like in basketball? Oh
2: yeah. We call them Herbies. Like after Herbies. Her- have you seen the movie Miracle?
3: Kirk Herb Street. Yes, I do. I remember.
2: Okay, so you've seen the movie Miracle, but you haven't watched actual hockey. So the start on the goal line. Depends on how mean coach is feeling today, because there's a there's a bunch of different ways you can go. You can go goal line to blue line, back to goal line to red line, goal line to far blue line, then goal line to goal line. That's one.
3: Or they don't let you pick. No, no, no. are you a, the only
2: thing that you know when you have it in with the coach that they say, okay, we'll let you do the longer parts of the herbie first. Like if you that's can what I'm negotiate saying. that. Then there, you at least have have some leverage. That's but your approach, right? Some people, some people, if you're really trying to get the message across, you're like, all right, goal line to first face off dot to goal line to top of circle to goal line to blue line. So you're doing, you know, twice as many.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh that's when you get your legs get so tired, your knees stop bending, and you just sort of like start lifting them up, and it's just. Uh, I've thrown up in my helmet so many times. Have you thrown up in your helmet before? Once. From one time. Yes. What, what what happened? Was it?
3: It was just running. Was I'm just a bigger running. guy. I'm an offensive lineman type dude. You yeah. can't tell this is a radio format, people. Um, we don't like running. Uh, my coach was like, "Hey, how are you guys feeling?" I told him honestly, I feel like ish. And you know, sometimes you gotta throw Did you try up because you had a big lunch. No, we, we just, finished. Bleh, we always happened. fin. Oh, the throw up? Yeah, no, we let it out.
2: You just let it out. Like, yeah, look at this. It.
3: Look at what you just caused. Yep. Coach Hoko. It's
2: like out of nowhere.
3: (laughs) I call him John now. John Hoko. Yeah, John Hoko, if you're listening, that wasn't cool. Um, And also. I filled up
2: the water bottles that day, I promise. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going through this physical pain because you're mad at something very, very dumb.
3: I swear to you, and the worst part was is the most he made us uh, run, after that his wife had baked us like cookies and treats. And he's like, well, I'm still going to give these to you. Because he was like, I thought we were going to win this game. Oh, my
2: God.
3: (laughs) So here you guys go after your 50 suicides you did after. Well, at least you had it after. I've game. had
2: instances where, or at least te- teammates have had instances where they've had, like, big lunches and then don't really know what they're walking into in terms of conditioning.
3: Big lunch game day. Is uh, that a, not, a vibe?
2: Big lunch game day, not really. Like, it's more like the carbo load the night before. That's probably where those big meals come in. but. In terms, I remember some of my teammates before we had a bike test one time, they had like clam chowder or something like literally what? a thought worse than death. I'm like, I That's could not.
0: Crazy. Like, and
2: you're not familiar. Are you familiar with like the wind bikes? Uh, No. So the exercise bikes that have like a fan for a wheel yeah, that get okay. harder as you pedal harder. So we had to use those as part of our fitness testing and just was kind of like one of our workout tools. And so we had to do seven miles in 21 minutes or less. That was passing. And so you can break it down where that's three minutes a mile, right? Simple math. And you have to learn how to do that, though. It took me – I didn't pass that till my spring of sophomore year was the first time I passed that test. And my freshman year, that was the most times that Coach Matthews made us do the bike test during the season. I swear to the Lord, Jimmy Garoppolo, we did it in season like eight times, and that's unheard of. And then if we really got into trouble, which I did a few times in my earlier years – you got the 10-mile bike test, and that was 10 miles in 30 minutes. The worst.
3: Yeah, The no. worst,
2: Adrian. Yeah,
3: no. that That's or crazy. Like,
2: yep, this is uh, very indicative of how I can stop the puck. But at least I didn't have to do any of the lifting because at a point where my back was just, you can't do that. And it would just, like, snap in half. They're like, probably just keep – you just stay over there. We don't need you to deadlift. I'm like, excellent.
3: See, I, I never thought I'd be able to ask, like, questions of, like, preparation and, and just endurance – when it comes to hockey, and then even like for a goalie, because you know some people have that thought of like goalies aren't don't have to be like the fittest; they just have to stand there, whether it's hockey or soccer. And that couldn't be further from this? the truth. Who's
2: telling you to say no? This? It could You're be literally from the truth. trying to like twist me around no. here. Yeah, oh, Lindsay, yeah. You I'm you trying to learn. Are. This is exactly. I'm excited.
3: It's, this is my first hockey broadcast. It's the Playmakers, Adrian Hernandez with Lindsay Brown. Do you know the how nice- much?
2: Do you know how much calories or how many calories your brain just burns thinking? It's a lot. Not a lot for me. Uh, no, literally. You know, you. it takes so many calories a day for you to just exist. You don't have to do anything. Like, your body just has to, like, keep doing all the maintenance, right? And then there's yeah. the additional stuff. So you just put that in the pocket there about your goaltending question about where are, we, are we soft, are we out of shape? Who cares? Regardless, we're doing I, I what didn't... no one else is willing to do, which is live in failure, thrive in failure, and uh, take pucks to the face. Willingly.
3: Successfully. Oh, absolutely.
2: Absolutely successfully.
3: Are you ready for my first ever hockey nugget?
2: Yeah, I want your hockey nugget. uh, As we get to
3: pregame, of course, the Capitals have Alex Ovechkin, right? Uh Uh-huh. Check this out. Let me pull it up. Here it is. So um, the Capitals are coming off a game versus Ottawa. I believe the Capitals won, right? They
2: did. They're twenty three, ten, and
3: nine. The big game, huge Seriously. one for them. During the broadcast, Ottawa, uh, the Ottawa broadcast, put up this graphic. Seemed kind of insane. So if you take the entire roster of the Senators and all the goals that they've gotten together in their careers, doesn't
2: approach six hundred
3: and twenty seven total goals for the senators. Yes. Alex Ovechkin, Ovech Ovechkin. <laughs> I can't speak. Can you Ovi? say his name? OV. My guy OV, AO, as well like to. AO. That's what I like to call him from oh, time to time. Yeah. Um his total career goals 759.
2: Yeah. Well, the senators haven't been the best team as of late. They don't score a lot of goals, and they have a lot of fetuses on their team. So we'll get those kids' time. Okay. The Stutzel character is a nasty, nasty goal scorer that's going to be up and coming. And Obviously, they have the uh, oh, youngest great. to chuck there as their new captain. They're, well, if Matt Murray can figure out his goaltending, and even if he can't and they find somebody else, you keep an eye on Ottawa. Eventually, they're going to come back. You know, They're not that far removed from the Eastern Conference Finals run that they just – uh, did just a few years ago that included Eric Carlson, that included Mark Stone, that included a bunch of leadership across the NHL because the Knights no longer play for the uh, Ottawa Senators because that's how badly wrong their organization has been. Uh, but the Golden Knights are playing the, the Washington Capitals, and obviously there's a lot of shared history between those two teams. Or it's a team that faced off against the Knights in the Stanley Cup final. Uh, uh, Capitals secured Stanley Cup in this building, probably went on the most prolific cup celebration of all time. And it looks even more epic as uh, we move away from it, especially since COVID has happened. Cause you're just, now we're just thinking about everything differently. And if you, nobody here has forgotten about what's happened. Cause I'm sure there's a lot more people with stories that I have no idea about, about what kind of parties were being thrown that night, but the swimming in the fountain, the, the parades and stuff like Ovechkin winning that cup, in 2018, there are few moments and and, and instances in sports that felt more gratifying and necessary. Because just think about if he doesn't win that cup, how differently we look at this this, uh, pursuit of Wayne Gretzky's goal-scoring record. Like, about how much of a distraction it is for people like us who try to find things to talk about, to discuss in our everyday media lives – why is, what's it gonna take for Alexander Ovechkin to win a cup? What, who do they need to get? Like, how much oxygen in the room does that suck up, right? Yeah. And just think about like your quality of life and for pressure. that too. You just like in a way, that's what I kind of wonder about what's going on with Aaron Rodgers. Because he's obviously 1 1 and he plays football and this is a hockey segment, but when you when you don't have that one to follow it up to prove that it's not a fluke, and I'm not insinuating that it is, but when enough time goes on between the two, I mean, people were saying the same thing about Tom Brady before he won his uh, additional three Super Bowls with the Pats. You know, he went he went damn near a decade between the two, right? And so it's I, – I, I really think that in a lot of ways Alex was freed by that championship and really is allowing him to play hockey I think he – most wants to, which is in the pursuit of these records. Is in the in the manner in which where I'm answering to the highest skill that I have, which is my one timer from the face off that. Like I'm being the ultimate me because for years I was supposed to be Alexander Ovechkin, the captain, and I had to learn how to back check and pick up sticks and stuff because I never had to do that in Russia. I finally did it and now I've brought the city what was necessary. I feel content in the contracts that I've signed here and brought back uh, a championship to this organization because people talk about that all the time. If their number one overall picks are just big time free agents about that pressure that weighs on you. You feel indebted, obviously for, for, for a multitude of reasons, but if you can't bring a championship in, I bet it just feels very incomplete f- for always. Yeah.
3: No, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and now that we've moved past them winning a championship, like, is he, is it kind of just everyone silenced and like no one can say anything or is there, I almost think like people are just pressure- kind of like,
2: we're okay with Ovechkin just chasing the goals record because I I don't think anybody expects the Capitals to truly compete like down the stretch this year. Uh, They've had a lot of injuries and I think they were more likely to make a deeper run run more immediately after their championship. And so I think it's more of a resignation to the reality that championship window, it's, they're on the sill, you know, they're, they're sitting on the sill. They can maybe still go inside, but like, our feet are hanging off of it and we're just about to jump off the edge here because they just don't have the same names that they used to. And the names, the big names that they do have are getting older. And while I do expect them to get stronger play across the board down the stretch, especially now that Nicholas Backstrom is back in the lineup and has gotten to the point where he's comfortable. He's the main distributor. He's in the commercials with Ovechkin and his wife. Like there's a reason why that that is in the script because he enables OV's success, and Ovi's success enables the team's success as well. And so there's so much inconsistency across the league, um, but they're definitely a team that has middled around with it the most. And I was talking with uh, with you on Friday and then with Dominic yesterday because there's a, a new nightcap that dropped yesterday. If you haven't downloaded it already, it's on that free Odyssey app, uh, Google Play Store, Apple App Store, about the ascendance of the New York Rangers and what that means because ultimately they, they – bubble up to the top, but that means somebody has to get knocked down to the bottom. That's kind of the Capitals because the Rangers – literally went out and traded for Ryan Reeves to deal with the Capitals and all the BS that they would get into with their matchups last year. And they're like, oh, Ryan Reeves is going to be the big difference between you and uh, the Capitals It's going to get you in the playoffs. Well, yep, not with him as a goal scorer, but guess what? We feel a lot more confident about ourselves now. We feel like we can play our game. We don't feel as apprehensive going into our zones because a few more games here and there, we didn't have to go and get into a fight here, and we were able to score a couple more goals. So we feel ourselves a little bit more. So, yeah. Sometimes it is the difference of Ryan Reeves on your fourth line between making the playoffs and first place and doing nothing. Isn't that weird how that works?
3: Yeah, no, it's crazy. And this this sport, this is pretty fun. Thank you. This is, this is I your mean, expertise it, you, is so you, you, know, you
2: know it. You know it. what I'm saying. You've already thought ahead of it and, and then circled back. But the Golden Knights are underway here. Just under five minutes transpired here in the first period. The Golden Knights have had two shots on net. Otherwise, a lot of is that
3: transition. No,
2: I mean, not really. As long as we're moving in a positive direction. Oh, look, a puck is going deep. Good. Oh, we're winning a battle. Oh, there's support. Oh, there we go. Am I wrong body in leverage. saying this,
3: that the Capitals, it seems to me, at the start of this game, granted, it's only the first four and a half minutes. Uh, they're moving a lot faster with the puck. They're, they're moving. they they're, 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 Are they they're moving faster skating. without
2: the puck or are they moving faster with the puck?
3: With the puck. With they the are. puck. Like, they're transition. Their transition offense seems to be... Well,
2: they're certainly getting up and out of their zone a lot quicker than the Golden Knights ones, and uh, you're absolutely right. It seems like they have a little bit more pep in their step, but they've been playing at home, and the Golden Knights are just starting out their road trip and have had a few days off, so maybe the lactic acid on the plane. You ever get those uh, swelling in your feetsies after going on the plane?
3: Yeah. The worst. Yeah, it stinks.
2: Sometimes those legs just don't pick up the same, whether it's after your fifth Herbie suicide uh, skating drill or just the latest face off loss in the defensive zone for your golden Knights, they are taking on the Washington capitals and we are going to get into some of our greatest wins and most stinging losses because there are plenty to go around based off of the divisional football weekend and you know we might as well bring our personal experiences to our radio show the bet eleven forty
1: You found The Playmakers Only on 1140 The Bet Las Vegas
2: Cuddy Monday on the Playmakers, 424 p.m. Golden Knights, Capitals underway, divisional weekend in the books. Is it the greatest ever of all time? I don't know, probably. Everything's relative. Everything is subjective, Adrian. It was.
3: It was the greatest weekend it of football. It was until
2: the next one will be. It's just like every greatest Alabama offense ever. Whatever one won the most recent national championship, that's the one that's the best.
3: You know what's the worst about the divisional round? hmm cuz like we had a game Saturday afternoon then Saturday night and then Sunday afternoon and then Sunday night. Well next week we're only going to have games on Sunday and then there's only going to be one game left. And, well, then, and we have
2: a week off between that. Well not really a week off cuz we're going to be, you know, host of the Pro Bowl here in the Las Vegas area and then it's the football abyss.
3: Yeah, and that just it makes me sad. And it's
2: hockey season. Your true passion. It's time to focus your energies
3: on more sadness.
2: Yeah, or maybe the power play that the Golden Knights are about to go on because that tripping penalty that uh, took out Nolan Patrick just will not fly, and Golden Knights need some momentum here because the Capitals, as you pointed out last segment, Adrian, definitely the team that's moving their feet the fastest – and, uh, Despite sir-
3: being the worst in the power play.
2: Right. Well, they're not on the power play right now. They're on the penalty kill. And uh, just saying. the Golden Knights have yet to play what a simple brand of hockey is. A lot of spread out players making individual plays. Uh, we need to get a little bit more physical support around them so you can just, I don't know, maybe win a battle or two down low instead of just hoping to God we can beat somebody on the rusher with a stretch pass. A stretch pass, what if we took it away, Adrian? We don't even need any more of our offense because it would be gone.
3: See, I can't comment on the stretch pass, but stretching and drinking water is important for people. Uh Lindsay is super focused on this Knights and Capitals game. So nice. and she's an expert. She's the Kirk Herbstreet of NHL analysis uh analyst, Excuse I should say. Me? <laughs> Careful, <laughs> careless. Um, so she's, she's focused on those games, and the she real talks,
2: hard shot to the five hole there, Adrian. She,
3: we're not talking about those things again. Yeah, uh, she's focused on the game. Uh, I, I kind of want to. It got me thinking last night. Yeah. Uh, the Buffalo Bills—they're no stranger to losses. I'm from Cleveland. I'm not a stranger to losses. Uh, she's a, Lindsay's a Vikings fan. She's not a stranger. I'm from
2: Minnesota. We we yeah. get nothing nice except for the environment. You have that great lives.
3: movie. What's the movie with the minor league kid who like owns the team? The Twins.
2: I don't know. Is it Your the owns? rookie? No. I keep. I always do that. I confuse the rookie with. Like I don't know. I know what movie you're talking about. Though.
3: Fantastic movie. See, you yeah. don't even
2: know. See, I, I don't even know because I was watching Mighty Ducks growing up, and that I learned to skate in the same rink that they shot D three.
3: That is that so movie. cool. Yeah, it's badass.
2: I know it's pretty cool.
3: So as she focuses on the game, I want to focus on losses. Uh, it, it got me thinking. You know, our, our personal experiences and difficult losses that we've had. Uh, Lindsay, do you want to start out, or do, do you want yeah. me to, to I go mean, into my I, pain? I
2: have one that will haunt me for the rest of my existence and uh, it's the fi- not the final game of my c- hockey career but the second to last because I was going for a 4 Pete Adrian and while I'm really not that disappointed I didn't get a 4 Pete, I'm just really pissed that I lost the Holy Cross and that's the team that I hate the most in the world. It's the only team, it's the only squad in which the purple jerseys are the ugliest things I've ever seen in the world. And it was such a simple – I can remember this goal against for the rest of my life because it was such a simple one, and there's always one that you wish you had back. But it was a shot from the point, and I kind of saw it all the way through, and it was going glove side, but the play was moving from my left to the right. And I just – I I misplayed it, and I just missed the puck, and it goes high over my glove side, my left shoulder. And that was the difference – and the next day we had to play our consola- the consolation game, and it was just uh, it was one of the most uh, miserable, bittersweet moments ever because that ended up being my final game ever, and I got a shutout, and it was a good last save and all that other stuff. But obviously we weren't competing at the same uh, championship level that we had previously in my three seasons. But that's probably my most stinging loss because it just it's. It's the one that was the. It was the last one I had during I'm, my my competitive career. What about you?
3: I'm sorry, Lindsay. It's okay. There's a theme with with losses that I've had none at the stakes that you got to play at because I went to school in Brooklyn, Ohio, not Brooklyn, New York. Um, <laughs> the so true, Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, the real Brooklyn. Yeah. Um. So we in basketball, our conference tournament uh, was hosted by Keystone. Uh, now the thing about Brooklyn is that it's the closest suburb city. To Cleveland. In fact, half of the roads in Brooklyn on one side is technically Cleveland and the other is Brooklyn. So very, very close. Unfortunately, our conference, all of our other teams were 45 minutes away. So we'd always joke about, hey, you guys don't have Wi-Fi out here and there's just a Denny's and like you guys just got electricity. It's so cool. Uh, Keystone just got a new high school. Um, and of course, they have a stone outside of the campus. Our woman's made team was Keys. undefeated. Yeah. Our, no, no. Made of regular stone. Our woman's team earlier in the season had gone in there and they were undefeated. Uh, Keystone was. And our, our ladies beat them. And, you know, just to show some school spirit. Uh, before that huge, huge matchup, we drove out there 40 minutes out and we painted some of our players' names on the rock because that was the school thing over there.
2: Oh, boy. The
3: seniors would, like, sure. paint their names and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and we made it known; it wasn't like a secret. Of course. Um, so we played in the conference tournament. They didn't have a really good basketball team, um, and we lost. And this was like the uh, this was like the quarterfinal, so two games away. And it shouldn't have happened. Um, our coach almost broke his hand because uh, <laughs> he was so upset. Man. He dented those brand new new lockers, and you know the the school kind of got the last laugh at us. Whatever. So we lost that. Um, thankfully it was the end of the season. So there was no running afterwards. Um, in football, you just have to
2: live with the pain.
3: Yeah. In football, I believe we faced Valley view. The, the oh, game we're doing
2: all the sports. Yeah. No,
3: then no, We're just, these are my, to- I'm giving you my top four. Uh, oh, interesting. I cut off the last year. I was going to do top seven. How
2: about just one more and then we'll go do the win
3: ones. We'll do the one with my dad then. Um, so we played a game. Same it's anyway. freshman year. Uh, JV, I was playing JV football freshman year and not freshman team JV because I'm so good. Uh, the game was Saturday morning. I remember my dad was there, it was Cleveland in the fall, it was uh-huh. just mushy snow, it was just terrible. It was too early to be playing football. We lost. Um, I, I saw my dad at the beginning of the game, I didn't see my dad afterwards. Um, and I couldn't find him after the game, so I had to walk home. Oh my God. And I got home. Oh, man. Uh, my dad was in the kitchen making lunch. Oh, and I'm like, Oh, no, Adrian. I was like, Yo, oh, what I happened? Why did
2: you walk home?
3: And shout out. Oh, yeah, shout out man. to Fernando. I'm like, Yo, dad, what happened? Dude. And he's like, You guys played like ish, and oh, I didn't want to see it.
2: man. You're better Your than that. No BS, huh? My dad was no VS, huh? Well,
3: that was a coach. I mean, he was a coach, too. He coached soccer. Well, coach well, i i I'm. I'm,
2: I'm- quickly getting to know your dad. really, yeah. just <laughs> Shout out
3: to Fernando. That sucks. I have 13 more stories, but I don't know. I, I to up but the I,
2: I appreciate the ones that you do bring. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's weird. Losses feel differently based off of if you feel like you've prepared for them or not. Because it, like, it always feels bad when you just get beat, but sometimes you put forth more effort to prepare than you have for others. Or were you the type of person that always just kind of showed up on game day and, and was able to to perform? Because Notre Dame was like me, where they needed a whole process.
3: Well, we, I mean, the you know, I mean, I took practice and everything seriously. In sure. terms of tape of other opponents and stuff, we didn't dive too deep into that. Maybe one of like the top teams that we considered, right? Like to make sure. Um, but, but like
2: you, know, like how did you get focused up for your game? Though did you? I didn't
3: need focus. It was the gridiron.
2: Oh, okay.
3: I'm destined for All greatness. Alright, it's the court. I was trying to make it into the association. So, like, the focus was, like, we know we're here. We're here to win. Uh, we want to compete. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Maybe
2: that's where we went wrong.
3: <laughs> Did I just turn to the coach of the Raiders? I um, <laughs> like... So, like, it, it wasn't like I, I'll just I
2: show up at the gridiron and the gridiron <laughs> will tell me what I need to do, man. Just put the yeah. faith in uh, the old Lombardi spirit and uh, it will it will lead you to victory. Man. We, we
3: took this. We, we took the sports very seriously. Oh, man. And also, like, as you an, been offensive... an interesting
2: teammate of mine. Yeah, we would have it would have been fun.
3: Well, because it, it was it was on and off with me in yeah. terms of very, very serious or super joking. Um, because yeah. sometimes, like if, if we we just were like, oh, we're gonna beat this team. Like I remember, uh, we this is uh, I don't even want to say why we said this, but basically, um, there'd be times where we we'd get on, um, we'd get to the line, and we'd be, I'd go cheeseburger, which meant oh. to <laughs> <laughs> which meant to me and the rest of the line, like we're about to eat
2: oh, because really? we're about to make See, a run. Like what I would do is like. If I was in the game or even if I was on the bench, like I would do some practice all the time too, and I would go, Your skate's untied. Like the defense would be right next to me, oh, Your you hit, skate's untied. And they would look. No, yeah. And they would look, I go, Made you look.
3: <laughs> You'd hit him with the major look. Yeah. Your trash talk is over. I, I didn't
2: I didn't trash talk because I knew that. First of all, I wasn't going to be able to trash talk nearly as well as most people. Like, I just know that that's that bowl in that arena is not what I'm going to succeed in. So I'm just going to pay a ticket stub instead of hopping on one But inside. also,
3: they're all, like, across from you. They're like, No, in the but, distance. like, when
2: you're playing, like, if they're right next to you, like, as the play is happening, because, like, the, the defenseman's collecting the puck up the boards or something, I'm just like, your skate's untied. I'm like, really? And I'm like, no. <laughs> it's just, I, that's the type of stuff I would do. But Got him! Yeah, in terms of, like, in-game play, I, I was so focused. I feel like i was probably i turned into a bigger hardo than i intend well actually no i intended to turn into that probably towards the end of my career but I, I probably wasn't the most fun person to always play with but i was always down to have a good time as long as it was the right time to do it you know because it's like you can cheeseburger line is necessary like
3: cuz we going to eat it,
2: you going to eat we, we, we and and there there yards. needs to be levity to it too like you can't be too serious just like how you can't be too joking but ultimately you have different people filling in those roles and sometimes that's the problem and then if you're always the cheeseburger guy you're like cheeseburger guy we need you to be the lean lean fillet mignon guy for a hot second like we need you to just tighten it up oh, reverse. And, right and just and just kind of be more serious you know and but it just depends on how your team is going right cuz If you're winning, if it's a good positive experience, as long as everybody's like treating each other with respect, like it's fine. But it just shows you how fragile of an environment it is to create one of those where you get everybody bought in, it's a positive place, and you're actually executing on your intentions. Like there's so much that we just think is a given in life in general, but especially with sports, that's just totally not. But in terms of um, Allen and Mahomes, that just top billing, are we okay with saying that's man- our version of Manning-Brady right now?
3: Um, no, I'm not. You're just not? Just because I just think that the league, like, we're we're in an era where so many quarterbacks are good. It's yeah. kind of unprecedented. So it's not Drew a given. Drew Brees
2: played the same time with Brady and Manning, too, remember? Yeah, no, that's true.
3: But, like, Manning and Brady had so many matchups yeah. in the playoffs. And first off, the game that we just saw last night – Manning and Brady never did that,
2: right? no well, And to be fair, both of these guys are pretty young in their careers, yeah. still, and they have faced off against each other at least once in the playoffs. So maybe we're building up to that to that point. They, they definitely, but in terms of the talents that they yes. bring, because you could make a case for both of these players be that Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes as future Hall of Famers right now. If no, they continue as, 100%, they, as they are.
3: They basically, like I said, like we started off the show. Without question, Allen is now at that MVP table. For the foreseeable future,
2: right. Which is the you one positive? You have to positive. stay where you are, and and obviously still improve, and like all those other things. But this is with the assumption that championships will come, success will come, based off of what we've seen from Josh Allen.
3: Yeah, I have to throw him in there. Yep. Um, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I'm still keeping Rogers in there. Uh, I think Brady's not done. I think he's going one more year, and Brady just had his best year ever at age 44. Sure. Leading the league in. Yards, completions, touchdowns. But in terms
2: of what we were talking about earlier to lead off the show of those, when two people converge at the same time to bring out the best in each other. Because as much as you could say, well, Rodgers and that Tom Brady. Sure, I guess. But like, they also aren't scared of nobody. Like, there's only so much growing up left to yeah, do for no, them. No. You know what I mean? And so this is where I, I'm looking. In terms looking, of the new era. I'm Exactly. I'm looking for, for people that are making noise that are relatively new noisemakers. And it's honestly a shorter list than I think a lot of people would probably envision because Allen is there, Mahomes is there, Joe Burrow is there. I would put Lamar Jackson.
3: Joe Burrow already?
2: Yeah. Yep.
3: He had like half a season his rookie year and got hurt.
2: I... Tell me what you've seen the last two weeks, and you don't think that most people put him in that in that group. All
3: right, I'm just asking because, like, you know, I don't trust Zach Taylor to keep fir- him healthy.
2: Well, it's not Zach Taylor's team; it's Joe Burrow's team.
3: But but do you trust Zach? Joe
2: Burrow to keep Joe Burrow healthy?
3: No, I don't. Well, it's not on him to keep to yes, keep himself healthy. To an healthy. extent, it is. Kind of, but not really. To an extent, really. it you, is. You, to
2: an extent, it is. You can you can make different decisions now if the if the line's getting blown through every time and you're getting sacked in the backfield. Sure but there are different things that you can do as a quarterback, like not running, making sure you're sliding, all those things that you can control.
3: But Burrow's definitely in the discussion. I have some hesitation just due to health concerns.
2: Right, and this is kind of like upper upper echelon young talent. I have Allen, Mahomes, Burrow, Lamar. Those are the four that I would be like, all right, so this could be some combination of a Manning-Brady type of matchup where we could see some magic happen. Who's not on my list of the upper echelon, the middle echelon people? Kyler Murray which you vehemently disagree with me on.
3: Why? I feel like he's a future MVP.
2: Yeah, perhaps, but he has yet to win a playoff game.
3: Second, third, how many years has he been in the league?
2: I think that he just finished up his third.
3: His third year. uh, I don't really like Cliff as a coach. Uh, they were very hurt going into the—I mean, he didn't have DeAndre Hopkins. No. Um, you know, everybody gets affected by injuries, but, like, that's a top-ten receiver. That's kind of important. Sure. And they also—it just— it just
2: He's just so inconsistent. That's, that's my issue. And be that because he, he gets injured or there's a disruption in the season with bye weeks, I just feel like he starts building up, and then they face off against, like, the Bengals or something. They lose, and then they kind of go into a spiral. Like, there's not as much bounce-back ability that I've seen from Kyler Murray yet.
3: And that's fair to leave him off of that tear, yeah. uh, that tier, I do think he's a pro- he's 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 in ascending. that next up. He's yeah, he's in that, he's next, in
2: that up. next up. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I think he's more at the uh, mercy of the people around him than anybody right now, because he's dealing with a truly bare cupboard that even the Bengals weren't really dealing with a couple of years ago. And granted, you can fill it up pretty quick. I mean, they, they, they drafted Jamar Chase just this year and stuff. But I I still don't know if Lawrence is good enough to overcome the ineptitude that is the Jacksonville Jaguars organization. At least Like, you hope they pick a good head coach this time around
3: and use that cap space because I do think they're like one they're in the top five. Yeah, but of you also have to prove available. that
2: you're not a gong show for free agents to want to show up 100%. and play there, and so that might be a couple years in the future. Still, yeah, you have to basically smooth over the waters. I mean the. Detroit Lions are dealing with a similar thing, too, of just being you have to get the infection out that was the Matt Patricia regime and create this as a place where the players that are already here want to be here, let alone players that aren't here. Like, that's that's a two-step type of uh, dance there, Rodeo. Baker Mayfield, obviously, right there on the precipice. You know, and once he gets healed up, he's back on his road to recovering back to his true self.
3: It's the Playmakers, Lindsey Brown with Adrian Hernandez talking quarterback tiers. Uh, She brought up Baker Mayfield being on that next tier up. I think Baker is closer to being an actual progressive employee than he is from being in tier one. God, you hate
2: your QB. You hate your QB one. I just saw this. Scott Mascuddy would be very disappointed in you. I'm just going to say that right now. Dak is also on this middling echelon for me too.
3: Which is weird because – like. we were talking about this before the show. Yeah. Dak's been in the league quite a while. Yeah. Um, I just think that his numbers are undeniable, but sure. at the same time, like, his that's execution cool.
2: level is, though.
3: You can throw 40 touchdowns a season, but what, what happened
2: yep. exactly. with your
3: team? Exactly. So it's fair to put him in that tier.
2: And that's, I, I want to see it another year at that level consistently and because last year with the injured this year was great but there has to be another step taken or at least you have to show that you can solidify and grow off of that year kind of how we Lamar I mean so many people expected him to fail after that first season and he had a little bit of a rough start in his second year after he won the MVP his rookie year but then you start adjusting and if you're truly a uh one of those talents and one of those minds where you can figure out how to be the next best version of yourself and not be shut down after your first introduction in the league, then you got a different conversation ahead of us entirely. And that is exactly what we have here, our final few minutes of the playmakers. It is still 0-0, the Golden Knights and the Capitals, just over a minute remaining in the first period. Not a whole lot to write home about. About nine shots on goal for the Golden Knights, seven for the Capitals, and uh, a whole lot of ugly, ugly hockey. But we can rank of Undeptitude on the horizon. for The Bet.
1: You found The Playmakers. Only on 1140 The Bet, Las Vegas.
2: We'll have an at night to close out your Mezcuddy Monday. My favorite song, probably on. Uh, Kid Cudi's latest album.
3: Very spooky. Spooky vibes. I
2: love the spooky vibes.
3: We need the spooky vibes when we talk about the craziness of the weekend that we're about to get into.
2: You are so correct, Adrian Hernandez. That is your name. Lindsay Brown is mine. We are the Playmakers. We're here for just a couple more and... What you are talking about is that weekend ranking of ineptitude where we bring some of the biggest failures that we saw during our couple days off that must be brought to the public forum. And what do you have for us? Today? Gonna have to
3: be faster than the Cowboys running a two-minute drill. Oh, uh, let's no. start whoa, let's start off with Antonio Brown, uh, who posted on Twitter after the Bucks lost to the Rams in heartbreaking fashion. Uh, he took the picture of him running off the field and stripping for all the New York Jets fans and attendance. Um, and when he had his fingers up, like cheering, uh, this meme is someone holding a sign that says, Bucks eliminated. Uh, just his way to troll the Buccaneers. So we'll start off with that. Uh, is he going to play with the Ravens? I don't I, know.
2: Well, we'll talk about he said it later. They <laughs> asked him where he wants to play next or who he wants to play with next. He's like, Lamar, because he uh, apparently spent uh, an offseason last year or maybe the year before that training with him and Hollywood Brown and
3: his cousin. So yeah, it might be yeah. some family bonding. So. We'll put Antonio Brown in there. Uh, I'm going to have to give this next one to Tom Brady, uh, receiving his first unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. But also, that lip was bloody. And yeah. about five minutes later, that lip was perfect. What's going on? You wouldn't be taking any type of substances, huh, Brady? Any type, right? What are
2: you saying? He's taking blood thinners? <laughs> I'm just. I actually think, like, I think he did get a little bit of a shot. And while. He clearly didn't like the fact that there wasn't a call. I, I'm still shocked that he'd never gotten an unsportsmanlike conduct.
3: But I kind of but honestly, not. they I, changed the rules for him.
2: Exactly. So. Well, there's that. There's yeah. that. I'm like we can, we it depends on uh, how many people are our are, are worshippers in the in the zebra stripes, right? I'm sure that Aaron Rodgers has benefited from a few calls himself. Yeah.
3: So our next one, we're going to give it to uh, Darren Ravel, who last year on January 3rd, 2021, tweeted this, there have been 54 Super Bowls. A team has never played a Super Bowl in their own stadium. Tomorrow, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers can make that happen. Of course, that's what happened. But yesterday, ironically, January 23rd, this time 2022, Darren Neville tweeted, there have been 55 Super Bowls. No team has ever played in its home stadium. The Los Angeles Rams are one game away
2: that was like ninety percent of the storyline last year. So that they were on the road the whole time, only to become the first team to ever win the Super Bowl in their arena. Adrian, it's an absolute championship for the history books.
3: Uh, Darren tweets a lot, so you know. Yeah, he kinda... I mean
2: it's recyclability, I suppose. <laughs> Sustainability. The blue bins somehow always ends up regurgitating something that semblance, resembles, resembles the truth.
3: Two more. Okay. This one you made sure was on this list. Uh, The Green Bay special teams. uh, This season (laughs) might be the worst special teams in NFL history. Uh, The game resulted in a blocked punt, a blocked field goal attempt. Yeah, blocked punt, blocked field goal. And then, of course, at the end of the game for San Francisco's game winning field goal, the Green Bay Packers sent out 10 players onto the field to attempt. Page out of the
2: Minnesota Vikings playbook, except instead of sending out an extra person, they sent out one fewer. Mind games. It it must be. We don't need them.
3: Game of inches.
2: Absolutely.
3: And to close out our ranking, uh, I'm going to have to give it, I don't know if you saw this on Twitter, I'm going to give it to a Buffalo Bills fan who was in attendance at Arrowhead Stadium. Uh, He was holding up a sign dressed up in all Bills paraphernalia. The sign said, I'm at this game instead of my mom's funeral.
2: I did see that sign.
3: I kind of think he's the reason that they lost, respectfully.
2: I mean, it could be.
3: That's a crazy sign. That is a crazy sign. But people handle
2: grief differently.
3: (laughs) My mom hated when I watched football. I mean, you can't say
2: that she's mad.
3: No, we can't. You want to know why? She's dead. She's no longer here, Lindsay. Yeah. You know what? It's a fact. I'm... I'm going to put Tom Brady as number one because there's something going on.
2: You are just completely off. There's something
3: going on with this guy. He's okay. for. Remember, <laughs> I heard this earlier this weekend. There's
2: something off with this
3: guy. Yeah, what is it? Is it the Guerrero guy? <laughs> this guy seems his,
2: shady.
4: His little
3: coach Guerrero. There's yeah. always something with Tom Brady. He was bleeding. Uh, yeah, he looked like Nobody he just got Nobody blood. Nobody. Yeah, and then ten minutes later, his lip was perfect. Like he could have <laughs> well, gone in the Macy's commercial. What do you his mean? Blood, of course, his
2: blood was clotting at a normal rate.
3: Nah, congrats, boxers that the, doesn't uh, happen in boxing. Not
2: Hemophilia. I mean, I'm sure we have medicine I for get, that these days. Tom
3: Brady used to have a butt chin.
2: Yeah, that's true. Where'd that go? Hey, I, uh, I don't know. There's about ten thousand Photoshop things. I don't know. People, no, it, people, the butt chin is gone. Maybe he got filler in his chin. Who cares? You there, can't get it's rid his of body. A butt his chin. choice.
3: <sighs> Whatever. Not Are you defense? into butt
2: chins over there.
3: I'm not. I'm. I'm into into regular chins. You're no. Into- <coughs> That's I have, not, mul- that's I not have multiple. Program
2: has shown.
3: <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna You're say something. Clearly
2: a plum guy. Clearly. Yeah. Clearly a plum guy. And there's so much so that you'll even take the ones on the face. But that is hilarious. And at least we are ending it on a good note. We'll be back tomorrow, 3 to 5 p.m. <laughs> Adrian, thank you, and thank you to all your listeners. Uh, use your blinkers. Be well to each other, but most of all, be well to yourselves. Uh hockey's still happening. The playmakers. Looking forward to that. Bye!